I met the criteria to be selected. But I wasn't. So we've come to the end of the longest season in basketball history. The Toronto Raptors finally are no longer the defending champions of the NBA. We have a new champion. We're here to talk to you all today about it, met the criteria. Into the point today, it's Jared uh, taking the lead on this episode. Running, looking like, uh, playing like LeBron James out there. It's our small forward, Vincent. How are you, mate? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. Uh, I, I look like LeBron. I've got the body like LeBron. <laughs> um, I don't know what's funny, Jared, but yeah, I've got the body of LeBron. I play like LeBron. LeBron. I'm pretty I am sure. the king. I am the king. Don't you spend about the same amount of money a month on your on your personal uh, care as well, don't you? Almost, like, almost. almost. I won't say we cool. I won't say, but I won't say I'm shy off. I'm not shy off. Though. Not far off. Not far off. No, it's paid off for you. It's paid off for you. Exactly. We've, we've exactly. all seen that progress. Exactly. And our big man locking down the paint. It's Theo. How are you doing, Theo? I was hoping that I'd be the the LeBron that you were talking about. Then I was like, "Oh, he's bigging me up here. Maybe go." And then, no, I'm I'm the big man. Um, a bit more Jared Dudley than than anything else, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. A little bit sleepy, hungover mm. from from the basketball, but um, and we're here, ready to go again. Yeah. yeah. So, did we? Do we all enjoy Game Six last night, Vincent? What did what you you came up uh, on our no, last episode? I'm not gonna lie. I'm very disappointed. I was very very disappointed. Like, it's not the final that I wanted to see. Like, this is just, that's why, I, obviously, I had a real, a real talk about it a couple of days ago. And I was just kind of saying, I felt like the Heat were cheated. Mm. But last night, it felt like the Heat didn't even turn up. They just wasn't even there. I felt really bad for them. I felt like Jimmy was just gone. He was just, was completely worn out. Theo mentioned it last podcast that, can he do it again? Very unlikely. And he couldn't do it again. I felt really, really bad for him. Yeah, I felt like it was a bad it was a bad way of ending for the Heat, but an amazing way to end for the Lakers and AD and LeBron. I found thought they were brilliant. The entire team well deserved finalists, well deserved winners. And I just think it 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 just stepped up another level for LeBron being a GOAT. Uh that's another topic we can talk about in the future, but I just think LeBron just shows how brilliant the guy is to 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 close the game off. I said last I said last episode, well, this is going to be LeBron's game. He's going to make sure that they win, and he did. He did yeah. exactly that. So a defensive masterclass. You can't complain, really. For me, it. I mean, coming into the series, nobody expected the Heat to do well, and then they nicked a game, and it was like, oh, the Heat, Heat, maybe maybe going to make a series of it, and then they took another game, and we thought, oh wow. Maybe maybe we've really got a series. It's going to go to seven. Maybe the Heat could do it. But I think we forgot the reason why the Lakers were so heavily favoured going into going into the, the series because LeBron, unstoppable. I mean, I think he cemented his position and is the number one player in the league again, I think, after, after this series. He's shown what he can do. I mean... Jared's pulling his face a little bit. I'm, I'm, take, not, pulling, take... I'm not pulling my face because I disagree with it. I'm pulling my face because, unfortunately, you're absolutely right. I, I've, okay. I've tried making a case for almost every other superstar in the league, but there's, there's no case. LeBron's the best player in the world, so okay. shame. Okay. Um, yeah, he sort of re-established his, his position at the top. Um, AD is on another level, top five, maybe top three player un- unguardable like having a big man who who can who can play the way that he does i mean it, it's it's how can you defend that i mean the 
the heat, the game plan for him really well. And they actually did a really good job of defending him, but they still couldn't stop him. They, they made him shoot the fadeaway, probably the one shot they'd probably give him. And he just kept hitting it. Mm. Like there's not much more that they could have done. Um, the, the Lakers just, they did what everyone expected them to do at the start of the series. And that was absolutely dominate. Um, it just so happens that the Heat have given us some incredible games along the way that's maybe muddied the waters a little bit, but all in all, this is what we were expecting really, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, quick blank the criteria. Offense wins games, defense wins. Championships. Very good. Yeah, that's it. The the Lakers defended so so well last night. I mean, the final score ended up being, they won by 13 points, but they went into the f- fourth quarter up 29 um, and I think in the fourth quarter, they, they just really took the foot off the gas and allowed the heat to, to come back into it um, and sort of finish strong. So you can't argue with the Lakers. It was disappointing watching as, as a fan. They even threw Jared Dudley in there. That well, you, exactly. That tells you everything. That, That's, you that everything. says it all. That says it all. I don't put any amount of disrespect on, on NBA champion Jared Dudley. <laughs> got, got more rings than Steve Nash, as Jared aptly tweeted out. <laughs> I think I said about Caruso, actually, but yeah, it's, it's oh, right. same same point applies. But yeah, I think um, it might have been Vincent then. There was a lot of dis- there was a lot of disrespect being thrown around. Well, so disrespect yeah. is kind of facts, though. It's, it's facts. How can Jared Dudley has mm. got more rings than Hall of Famers? Mm. Jared Dudley would never make Hall of Fame. Jared, I don't Jared Dudley is a first ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, my, this, this is, this oh is, my days. <laughs> this is the unfair thing with basketball, isn't it? Like Vinny says, you think of some of the like all-time greats that we've had, you know, Steve Nash, Charles Barkley, Carl uh, Malone, Malone, John Stockton, so many great players that, that were, were so much better than Jared Dudley, sorry, Theo, but they just didn't have the right, you know, situation, the right timing, whatever you want to say. Um, but just going back back to this series, um, obviously on our last episode, I, I said, give me the heat by five. Um, that was the worst prediction I've ever made, but I was going with my heart, unfortunately. Um, I'm so disappointed in the heat. Um, I think I appreciate that Jimmy Butler was, was obviously fatigued. He's carried a heavy load, but I feel like the rest of the team, there wasn't enough effort for the loose balls. There wasn't enough effort boxing out, making sure they got the rebounds. There was, it felt like nobody could get an offensive rebound for the heat. I think Bam ended up with one, but I mean, I, I didn't see that the whole game. Um, and I just think their effort, you know, there's all the talk about the heat culture and that just went completely missing for the first sort of 36 minutes. And it only really came back in the fourth because the Lakers had already started partying because they knew it was all over. Um, so, yeah, uh, very, very disappointed in the heat. And I think as basketball fans, we deserved a better ending. The Lakers, the Lakers were probably always going to win game six, but it would have appreciated it if it was a little bit closer. Yeah, and I think I like the little speeches at the end by like the the GMs, the owner, LeBron and AD. But oh, I, I, don't. I, no, sorry, I don't like LeBron's one. Yeah, the I did like him, but I know why you didn't like LeBron's one because well, maybe you you not liked it for the same reason I did. I like LeBron's speech, but then there was a bit that I didn't like. I didn't like how he didn't acknowledge Kobe at all. Mm-hmm. That's me personally. I would have liked him just to go thank you or like we did this for Kobe I know maybe he, he, he's, in, he's in his feels in that moment but I would have liked him just to acknowledge Kobe and go like this we did this for Kobe like come on because I felt like 
it just shows you he might be a bit selfish in that mm-hmm. kind of side yeah. of it. Like, don't get me wrong, I love LeBron. You know me, King James, all the way. But I just found that a bit disappointing. I would have liked him just to acknowledge Kobe a little bit and just kind of, but he got a, he got ahead of himself too much and he got a too big head that it was like, I want people to put respect on my name. That's mm-hmm. true. That's definitely true. People do need to put some respect on LeBron sometimes. People people say things about him that's kind of disrespectful sometimes. So he, he has people do have to put some respect on him. But only AD was willing to acknowledge Kobe and go like we did this for Kobe. Like we we knew what because end of the day, Kobe's that one of the greatest Lakers to ever play the game. So they have to put a bit of appreciation for him a little bit. So but other than that, the speech was brilliant. I loved AD's speech and I just loved how everything was going. And I'm happy for the Lakers. I, I wanted LeBron to get the ring, so I think AD only brought it up though because Rachel Nichols directly asked him about you know how how is what's happened this year with Kobe how has that impacted this run I I was so disappointed I envisaging these finals and thinking right if the Lakers win the 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 first headline the first thing they say any of the players is oh we're so happy to have done this for Kobe you know of all the the trouble we've had this year with the pandemic social injustice losing a Lakers legend we're so finally you know we felt like we would honoured him etc cetera, etc cetera. and there was none of that LeBron turned into which is so surprising for him because normally he says the right thing in in every single situation but I felt like that was so off off key for him to say well, the, the, the team needs some respect, the coach, and, and I want my damn respect. It's like, who's disrespecting him? Seriously. You. I'm not disrespecting him. I, he's the You've best, disrespected him for the last 17 weeks, Jared. He's, exactly. the, he's the best player in the league. He's one of the best players all time. If he's, if he's bothered by people like me, fans who criticise certain aspects of his game, then he needs to stop saying, oh, I don't pay attention to what other fans say. I just let my game do the talking. True. True. No, you don't, because you, you can't you can't act like Michael Jordan in his Hall of Fame speech while you're still an active player. Give me my respect. Who's disrespecting him? Seriously. I would just I, just a touch on it though. It just shows you though your heroes can let you down sometimes. Like like they 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 make mistakes. Like no one's perfect. You can't you can't say like end of the day that he's gonna be faultless and he won't make a bad press conference. Because to be fair, I didn't even like him smoking the cigar in his press conference. <laughs> like, I know he looks cool, but I was like, come on, you're a bit you're a bit too big headed right now. Like calm down with this man. Do you know what I mean? I didn't like that, but I'm still happy for him. But I just like that's the thing. You can't just put people up on pedestals and expect them to be brilliant. Even MJ had his faults. MJ had low of faults in his in his prime he he had many mistakes his gambling problems well, we didn't have a gambling problem but so-called gambling problem he, he his, well, yeah well yeah that's the matter of opinion he believes he didn't have a gambling problem but even your, your heroes they make mistakes that's the only thing i will take from lebron but please lebron was still absolutely brilliant he showed why he's definitely up there as one of for me personally one of the greats he's almost almost creeping up on uh, MJ. I'm not saying he's past MJ now, but he's almost surpassing MJ. So it's just one of those situations at the moment where he's just, he's just brilliant. And I'm happy for the Lakers organisation. I, I feel for the Heat, but I feel like they've got a lot to work from. I was, sp- I was speaking to my friend Dan, friend of the post- pod this morning. I was saying, you got so much to build on. you got like three future all-stars coming up in, in, in Nan, uh, Duncan and Hero. They're definitely going to be all-stars in, in the next season or the coming seasons. And then they've already got Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. So they can work on that. They've got foundation to build on. And I think the Heat will be back, not necessarily in the finals, but they could potentially be back in the conference finals. And then we'll see where we'll go from there. 
in a sense, I think losing the finals was probably the best thing that could have happened for the Heat. And only because I don't think any superstar would want to be seen after the whole Kevin Durant fiasco. I don't think any superstar would want to be seen to join the the champions, the reigning team. If the Heat had won this series, he probably would have had one championship and maybe been slightly less attractive in free agency. Whereas now, for if, if Yanis goes um, in a year or two, he's going to be seen to be the one who puts Miami over the edge. He's going to be the one who brings them that title. Whereas if they'd won, is Yanis going to want to think, hmm, they've already done it without me. Do I want Do I want that mark on my resume? No, I want to be the one to go and do it for him. So in a sense, I think it makes them a more attractive free agent destination because they've shown that they can contend. They've shown they're up there. But, you know, I can be the piece to, to really bring it home for him. So I think in a sense, it's almost made him a little bit even more appealing to the superstars. And and you've just touched, Vinny, they've got a great young core of players, haven't they? They've, it's, they're going to be scary in a couple of years' time. So if they can sort of make the right moves in free agency, and it's a great market in, in Miami. So they've got all the pieces to, to become a dynasty um, rather than maybe like a one-and-done type of situation, maybe if he'd gone and won it this year and, and not got the big, the heavy hitters in, in, in FA. Yeah. Um, just wrap this little segment up then. Um, before the bubble, there was all the talk. Is this, whoever wins this title, is there going to be an asterisk on the title? Uh, Theo, do you, do you think the Lakers deserve an asterisk for winning under these conditions? I think they deserve an asterisk in that this is probably the most, almost the most meaningful um NBA championship in a long time. You touched on it before. It's been the longest season uh, in basketball history. They've done, they had more pressure. They've had completely different surroundings, obviously like a neutral, essentially a neutral venue, completely isolated from the majority. I mean, LeBron didn't even have his, his kids there in the mm-hmm. bubble. So I think it's a completely, well, <laughs> um, I think it must be completely alien. Yeah, poor, poor Bronny James, by the way. LeBron's about to come home and uh, beat him alive, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many memes on that about him coming <laughs> exactly. back and like... He's put- devastated that the Lakers won. <laughs> Honestly, messaging Jimmy Butler, okay, do this, okay, give him a, do, his weaknesses here, get him on that. <laughs> he's just gutted about all the TikToks he's going to have to make with his dad now. He's yeah. fuming. Um, no, I do think, if anything, for me, this is more meaningful of a championship. After everything that's gone on, everything that's happened, all the additional pressure that's been on LeBron, especially for him to, with a couple of maybe one or two bumps along the way, but for him to deliver that title to LA after everything that's gone on, I think it's, it's the asterisk is signifies that it's even more impressive than than a usual title for me. Fair enough. Do you agree, Vincent? Nah, I think it's the same. I think it's just, nah, personally, this is me. I think people can keep coming up with these excuses about the bubble, all oh, this, 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 and this. These people had a long break. They had a long break where they were not playing ball. So they had time to rest up. This is not straight after a season where they have fans and their pressure traveling. This is more in a situation where you're not going to be traveling long distances. It's more comfortable, you could even say. Please, I'm not taking away anything away from the bubble. But mm. I'm just trying to say is the pressures of traveling because mm. you have to realize these countries in, in America, it's a massive country. So having a, play, having a plane ride to the other side of the country it can take mm. a while. It can take like a couple of hours. So it's just like that pressure, the travel, but the, the NBA didn't. So the, the bubble itself wasn't 
like that. You you was close by. There was no fans. You had the thing. It was just like you. It was more comfortable compared to a real life game. Please, I'm please. That's a bad way of saying it. Saying a no, real no. life game, but I mean, you're also, you're saying it's almost like swings and roundabouts. So like the the extra pressure was almost like offset by the fact that they didn't have to travel and stuff like that. And it kind of, work. but but I'm not saying that the bubble was. Oh, uh, you can't compare the bubble, or it's it's an easier way. No, I'm just trying to say is you can't just say I'm going to give the bubble more advantage because of mm. the situation they're in. No, you could almost say this is perfect conditions. You're in a situation where it's all your focus completely is basketball. Mm. You're not thinking about anything else. You're not got family. You are just focused. It could even say it's a perfect example of where you want to be. So I just feel like I won't treat it any differently. I would say if you've won a championship, take it as it has. Don't put any other say it's a better way of winning it or you've won it better in a more difficult situations I think I agree with that Vinny that's, that's a pretty good take I, I'm with you there um, obviously before the bubble all the talk about an asterisk asterisk was like in a negative sense wasn't it it's like it's like oh well you, you won in the bubble so, so that doesn't really count but I, I throw that out because to me if if a team like say the Orlando Magic swept through the playoffs and won the title that would be an asterisk championship because nobody expected that the Lakers were one of the favourites anyway so, you know, if, if they won it, because because they have won it, I don't think it deserves, you know, anything less. Um, I think I'm, I'm more in sort of Theo's camp that it's it's at least equal to any other title, maybe, maybe more so because of the difficulty in some areas. So, yeah, but congratulations to the Lakers. Shout out to LA Lakers UK and global Lakers fans. Um, enjoy it because uh, Theo's Brooklyn Nets and my Chicago Bulls are coming for you next season. So wow. bask, bask wow. in this glory. Bask wow. in this glory. Wow. I can't believe you actually just put Chicago Bulls in that conversation. Oh. Wow. You re- Do you truly think they stand even a chance, buddy? Uh, you know what? I'm not no. even going to do it exactly. No, but we're going to make the playoffs. So, yeah. There you go. Really? Really? Okay. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Really? Okay. Right, let's wrap up the the rest of the playoffs, the rest of the bubble. Um, we've obviously already touched on what a great job the the NBA have done organising this. Um, the three months um, of basketball down there, zero positive cases, which you compare that to uh, American football, baseball, ice hockey. I think they've all had cases. Obviously, in England, the Premier League's had plenty of cases. So great work by the NBA in terms of controlling the virus. Uh, but what have been your sort of highlights in terms of your favourite your favorite moment from the bubble? It doesn't have to be in the finals. It can be even in the seeding games. What, what's been your favourite play, Vincent? Let me guess Theo's. You know, I could guess Theo's. They better give me. But anyway, I'm, I'm, <laughs> whatever, whatever, before he says anything. Uh, my best highlight is an individual player. And I, I, I felt like that person should have done more. And I would have loved to see more of them. And that's Devin Booker. Mm. He was my highlight of the NBA bubble. I just thought he was absolutely brilliant. And I can't wait to see what he does next year. I hope he... I hope he gets the right people around him that can support him so they can challenge. I hope, I hope him and DeAndre Ayton work together well and then they can maybe see what they can do in the future, not maybe rush for that eighth place, but they can actually get it more comfortably. So I'm rooting for the, the Devin Booker, and, but he was my highlight of the of the bubble. I just thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was so underrated. Everyone kind of forgot about him. I didn't. I never forgot about the book. I didn't. I'm just, I just want to clarify that I never forgot about him. I said... 
you better but you better not be sleeping on my my guy D book, okay? I think you but said yeah. I think you actually said sleeping with No I didn't. But... No I didn't. No I didn't. <laughs> no, yeah. Book book is a good choice. I think my favorite play of his was obviously the game winner against the the Clippers, uh, sort of fading away with was it Leonard and Paul George all over him, and he still gets it to fall. That's that, that's a great shout. Um, my my sort of favorite moment of the playoffs, I think, was Doncic's uh, winner in against the in the Clippers series. Uh, that was a a phenomenal sort of step back three pointer for the win. Um, really announced his arrival to the rest of the NBA that. He's not an up-and-coming superstar. He's he's already a superstar, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, Doncic for me. Um, That that was amazing. Um, Sorry, just to interject there. Uh, I think me and Theo have always rated uh, Luka Doncic because we've said he was the most improved player. Uh, I think it's you that kind of needs clarifying that you're the one who's been sleeping on Luka Doncic. Just saying, Jared, because me and me and Theo were adamant. You better put some respect on Luka Doncic, but you, you were like, nah, I'm gonna give it to Brandon Ingram. I don't think anyway. I don't think. I don't think it's disrespectful to not give him an award. Is it? Is it disrespectful that? LeBron didn't win MB. Well, actually, no, but you say said, yeah, so. you said though, Jared, you said Luka Doncic is, we were saying he's a superstar already. You've just said, he just announced to the NBA that he's a superstar. We already knew he was a superstar. I don't, like think, you, I don't think I ever said he wasn't. No, no, but you just said, right. he, you've just said you've he's announced just... himself as superstar, but we're saying he already was a superstar. You just didn't see him as that already. You're the only one, Jared. Just want to say that. Sorry to interrupt you there. Don't think I ever said that. If you can find it, I'll believe it. I never it. said you said he wasn't a superstar, but you didn't acknowledge he was a superstar already. Anyway, sorry, Theo. Yeah, let's let's let Theo talk. What's your fi- favorite play or favorite highlight from the bubble? Uh, so I was gonna go into I was gonna go into a whole elaborate thing about how the Rockets are down, and Westbrook said you better double me. But Vinny's proper spoiled it now, so I've got to come up with something else. Um, a couple of things. My favourite play has got to be Bam's block on Jason Tatum. Mm. Um, that game-saving block. He turned around, I didn't realise this, but he said it, he, two of his fingers went numb. <laughs> he that ball, he slapped it so hard. And I think that's just that's just a great little uh, anecdote to go along with that. But yeah, that block for me, that was probably my favourite play. Um, one of my favourite things that I'm taking away from the bubble, uh, and I'm sorry to make this about the Nets again, but it was how well the bubble nets played despite the fact that they were an absolute ragtag bunch of, of bums and scrubs as I've affectionately referred to them a number of times. Um, that team's getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back in it next season. And so if they can be as well coached and, and play a similar at that level with an even greater talent, it's going to be exciting for watch for me. What are you laughing at Vincent? I'm just <laughs> laughing. laughing. I'm thinking, have you ever Gone a single podcast without mentioning the Nets. I just want to wonder, have well, you it, ever, it, not even one it, time, not mentioned the most, Nets? They're the most relevant team in the NBA, mate. Every single Lakers, podcast, probably. you have to bring it somehow to the Nets. Everyone, don't you, Jithio? <laughs> hey, make, make the most of it, Theo. Every time I try and talk about my team, I get told to shut up by both of you. So at least at least you're allowed to talk about your favourite mm. team. So, mm. you know. It's because it's so relevant, I'm telling you. <laughs> You shared a thing on Twitter the other day about the betting odds and they said about how the heat being disrespected. I think the Nets are being massively, massively like long odds on them. And I don't see it. I don't understand. Watching that that, that NBA finals, I think the Nets are maybe one piece away. And not even a big piece, like one piece away from going toe-to-toe with the Lakers. They, they just need a, a good 
wing defender. If they get a good wing defender, I would put them on a par with LA quite happily. Feel, feel. You've just said it right now about the Heat looking like an attractive place to go, right? Mm. You're telling me not a lot of people are not going to be wanting to go to the Heat and strengthen. They're going to be strengthening themselves, right? Off season. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. the Celtics who are going True. to be wanting to come back and even be better. You've got the Bucks who are going to be wanting to come back even be better. Mm-hmm. And you still think that the it's a it's a it's a done deal for you to win the Eastern Conference. So and maybe not a done deal because you're right; those teams are all going to come back stronger. But if you look at what's there already, I would say Brooklyn is probably the maybe the second most attractive market after Miami. Um, I'd rather go. I'd rather play in Brooklyn than Milwaukee or Boston. They've probably got they've got the best player in Kevin Durant. Yanis, maybe you could make an argument. Depends what version of Kevin Durant we're getting. We don't necessarily know. I think the foundation, Brooklyn's got the best foundation. All of those teams, you're right, all those teams are going to want to build in the offseason. But I think the Nets have got the best foundation. And they've also got quite a lot of assets if they wanted to trade for either make a big trade for um, a superstar. Or, I just or can't wait till next star. year. I honestly, can't wait. honestly. I can't wait, buddy. I literally cannot <laughs> wait. I'm going to give you so much stick, though, Theo. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, I am going to just destroy you. Every single time, I'm going to destroy you. But I'm, going to, I'm going to play these back every single time I, I, I see you when the Nets don't get up to the finals. <laughs> honestly, Vinny, I welcome it. I'll relish in it. <laughs> Let's just let's just wrap up the podcast. Um, seeing as though the bubble has has come to a close now, obviously we made uh, some predictions on some different categories uh, before before the bubble started. Um, I took the Bucks to win it all. That was terrible, but you both went right with the Lakers. Um, I'd be interested. Is it what what was what's the prediction that you made on our first two podcasts? that you are most ashamed about sort of thinking back and, and listening back to those episodes. We'll start with you, Vincent. Players to blow up Pascal Siakam. That one was a hard one. I'm not going to lie. Like Pascal Siakam truly, utterly let me down. Like proper let me down. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he just did not turn up to the mm. uh, to the bubble. A lot of players didn't turn up to the bubble. We've touched on it before how a lot of players just didn't seem to fill the bubble. It wasn't for them, like Russell Westbrook. But Pascal Siakam was just shocking. He just didn't turn up. He, he just he just lay over and just let them just destroy them. The Celtics had them, and yeah, I was very very disappointed by Pascal Siakam. He's a player that I really thought was going to blow up even pre playoffs the seeding games he was not the best he was just mm. I thought he was going to turn it up but maybe wait for the playoffs that's when it turns up Kyle Lowry didn't disappoint no. he didn't disappoint me Kyle Lowry yeah. but Pascal Siakam definitely did I think that was a good pick on Lowry wasn't it yeah yeah I said Kyle Lowry and he did he, he definitely stepped yeah, up yeah he was good he was good Theo what's yours um, along the similar vein I think Jamal Crawford didn't really even <laughs> even really get warm, did he? Never mind blow up. He didn't get warm because he pulled his hamstring, so he didn't do a very good job of warming up. Um, yeah, a little bit optimistic. Maybe bought into the hype a little bit. Obviously, NBA legend, playing for my favourite team. Thought, got a bit ahead of myself, didn't I? Maybe a bit carried away. So, yeah, I don't look back on that one fondly. How many minutes did he end up with in total? Was it six? I think it was six. He did get, he did get five points and an assist, though, in that time. And that's not pretty, that's not bad going. Good yeah. production, that. Per 36 minutes, what's that? My, he must have led the league in scoring, my goodness. Yeah. Easy. I think, yeah, my worst prediction, I've already said it, was was picking the Bucks to win the championship. And obviously they didn't didn't even get out of the second round. Um, 
I think I must have sort of gone in too much on the Yanis MVP hype, how strong of a regular season he had, how good the books looked in the regular season. Um, as we've we've discussed at length on the podcast, it, it is completely different, obviously, going into the playoffs. Um, and yeah, it's crazy that uh, which which answer to Kumpo Brother is on the Lakers? Is it Costas? Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, there's it's like... Yeah, Thana- I think Thanasis is with Yanis. Yeah. And Costas Antetokounmpo is with the Lakers. Absolutely crazy that he's got a ring before Yanis. Um, <laughs> but to be he'll, fair, he'll never let him live that down. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll be rubbing that in his face yeah. all year. Yeah. They're, they're really they're really close family. Obviously, they've, they've been through a lot as sort of brothers through the sort of childhood and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see. I saw Yanis put out there. Congratulations to my brother on winning his uh, his first championship ring, doing the family proud. So so that's nice. And who knows, maybe that gives Yanis the motivation to uh, to do better next season or, you know, maybe think about where, where his future lies and, and try and emulate his younger brother who <laughs> literally doesn't play for the for the Lakers but has still got a championship. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, it's been a fun ride. So just before just before we do wrap up, I do feel I mean we mentioned it a little bit yesterday, but I don't really feel it's right to let Vincent get away with saying Oh, here we go. His obviously we've just addressed who we um are probably our wrongest predictions. I don't think we can let AD to struggle slide. Oh yeah. On behalf of Vinny, I mean, mm. the guy did have one or two dubious games. I will be mm. fair. Being fair, did you think he handled the pressure, Vincent? Oh well, in Jared's case, last episode he kind of was poor. So Jared's kind of proving my point a little bit now. Nah, old jokes aside, look, I'm happy to put my hands up and say AD proved me wrong. But I said I wanted you said, AD. To, you said. I said in the beginning I want AD, and he's gonna. I was just saying my whole argument was he had never been in a situation like this. The pressure could sometimes overwhelming, but he just stepped up. I personally think he stepped up all the time. He wasn't poor. I don't think he had a bad game. He might have not been at his best, but I don't mm. think he had a bad game. Like no. I can't remember him saying our oh, AD was awful. It might have yeah. just been it might have just been like you know, it wasn't fully there, but I won't say he had a bad game. And AD was just brilliant. AD just signal solidified why he's definitely a top five player when he's playing brilliant like that Theo you've touched on it potentially top three I don't think top three but 100% top five 100% AD is absolutely brilliant and he's got a bright future I feel like I feel for him a little bit that he's always going to be maybe in the shadow of LeBron in the sense of if he stayed like if he continues like this, LeBron will get MVP finals next year and he'll be recognised and he'll always be like he's in LeBron's shadow so that's why I feel like that a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But AD has been brilliant, man. Maybe, maybe he's free agent, isn't he? Maybe he's bouncing. Maybe he's bugging out. <laughs> there's, there's, still, there's still there's still rumours flying around that he wants to come home. He's from Chicago. There's still rumours flying that's around. A, the thing that's the thing because I feel like if he stays with LeBron a couple more years, he'll always be in the shadow of LeBron because LeBron will always be great. Like I know we keep saying how long how long has LeBron got? You think Jared's maybe got like a year left in him? This, I feel at like this level he's got. At I think this he's level, got one more year, yeah. I feel like he could keep going for a couple more years. This guy is a is a physical specimen of a mm. man, and I think he can go on for a couple more years. I feel like if 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 AD and LeBron stick like this, it will always be an AD uh, LeBron shadow. So I feel like Le- AD needs to go to his own organization and see where he goes from there. But mm. he's happy at the moment, so happy for him. A great player. No, no team has ever gone through the playoffs undefeated, though. Um, but we know that that Father Time is undefeated, so LeBron's not going to not going to keep performing at, at this level for another 
even even two years for me seems unrealistic but we'll see he's proved many people wrong before um yeah so that that wraps it up for met the criteria really um for this podcast and for the bubble uh, it's been a great experience we've enjoyed it plenty of basketball uh, accessible times for uk fans which we, we're not used to which has been fun um enjoyed the ride and um, thank you all for listening uh, please continue to Check us out on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Met the Criteria. Um, and signing off from me, it's been Jared. Thank you very much. Don't forget, do better double me. One more time, Theo, and I'm going to swing for you. Okay. <laughs> One more time, and I'm swinging for you. I'm coming for you. If you disrespect Russell Westbrook again, I'm swinging for you. Okay. Listen, it's respect from here on out. When I say it, I say it with respect. It's out of respect for his attitude. I want to emulate him in every... Like, forget Mamba mentality. Westbrook mentality. <laughs> well, I'll just, do, I'll just do a KD and just jump teams and <laughs> go to a, a Justice League of a team and that's it. But anyway, it's been your boy, Vincent. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> Shout yes. out yes. to them boys. What a way to finish. <laughs>